Hi there. You scared the crap out of me. I'm Seth McFarlane, Associate Production Coordinating Directorial Associate Managing Departmental Divisional Office Supervisor of the International Network Amalgamation Distributors Corporation Management Organizational Association of Men Who Like Pussy. I'm here to tell you about a fantabulous new series concept I've developed. It's called The Life of Larry, and it centers around the madcap, maniacal misadventures and general mishaps of a lovable but tactless lower middle class mokes by the name of Larry Cummings. With his ever-present supportive wife, Lois, his slightly oversized son, Milt, and his incisive, cynical dog, Steve. Let's look at a scene. And hey, keep an eye out for the outrageous Star Trek parody. Freemusic.com Hello and welcome to the Hacking Podcast. Thank you. Hack you, vile woman. Hack you very much. And today we have, we're, our brains were really uh, fried by the heat and fried by the derivative I'm work I'm of cool. Seth McFarlane for our last part of what I dubbed <laughs> McFarlageddon. Uh, I call it family getting. <laughs> well, I guess it's not actually only Family Guy we were reviewing, so it felt appropriate, but there is something that would, would actually travel more about that. McFarlane yeah. again could literally be about like Todd McFarlane doing yeah. like uh, it was Spawn. We should do a Spawn one actually, as well. that would be really funny. We should do a uh, Simpsons one. I've already done Simpsons. Um, yeah. Would you like King of the Hill or Bob's Burgers or any other number of, you know? Yeah, I, I hate Bob's Burgers. Do you know, I thought that I liked it, and then I went back and watched a bit of it, and I realized I actually don't like it all yeah, that much. Yeah, I think you think you like it because it's a cartoon. You'd no, like, I thought I'll I liked it because... the benefit of the doubt. Do you know, no, what I, I went through a phase where I was like, I like things that are sweet and sincere, you know, as in like, like you know, clapback kind of comedy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like that type of... Like you Nancy, know, it's Re- like Nancy it's Pelosi. It's, yeah. No, it's important to do this because, and so there's a lot of stuff in in Bob's Burgers where it's like we, this is what family is about. This is yeah. it. Like they got, and they just like they're telling like an important truth. They're representing, and I realized like yeah, but it's not funny. I don't find yeah. it funny. There really you know? is no such thing as an important TV show. No, there is <laughs> not. And is it like I'm gonna say right now, no such thing as an important animated. No, that's not true. I was gonna say an important animated family sitcom, but then I was like, well, actually, The Simpsons is like important. Nah, it's not important. Is it important? I mean, like, the thing about The Simpsons as well is that, like, the politics that were kind of in it have influenced a lot of, like, left-leaning... Like, you look at, like, Irish Simpsons memes and, like, that's left-leaning. Yeah, but that, uh, the only reason I, Irish Simpsons memes exist is because, like, it's just because there are so many, like, Simpsons quotes Yeah, that it's it's more about the volume of material yeah then any like but what is it about politics it that, like you couldn't really do like right-wing simpsons memes because they just wouldn't work you know what i mean i uh, you could could but you yeah you'd be like you know when abortion is brought back in and yeah, it's and coming up mailhouse you know <laughs> 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 uh, okay so this is our final so what happened is earlier in the week we recorded an episode and uh, yeah, I've divvied it out like little treats throughout the week. Yeah, and did anyone um, listen? What are the analytics? Uh, let's Zero. B- better not Zero. talk about that. Zero. You know? It is actually really disappointing because the, we had like Joni Phillips on, who's like an animator from America. Oh, I know them. And then um, those the figures for that were like like the highest we've ever gotten. And then I was like, yes. And then next episode, <laughs> you and me talking about Family Guy, it's like the lowest figure really? <laughs> we've ever got. Like lower than re- normal figures for uh. the podcast, 
but I'm like all right with it because it's I, to me it's like the best work I've ever done. <laughs> I was listening to them. I was like genuinely. I was like this is funny and enjoyable. So yeah. I listen to it. So I don't really care. Nile is really like the other man. <laughs> it's like I'm like I know he exists, but I know what he'd ever meant. I never <laughs> want to meet him. You know, I you can do whatever you like. Do not bring him here. Do not bring him on my podcast. You know. Uh, so shout out to Niall, but an angry <laughs> shout out, one of warning. Yeah. Je- <laughs> so we watched um, Steve and Larry, and then we watched the first episode of Family Guy, and then we watched Family Guy season seventeen, episode twenty. And throughout that, I said, "Oh, this is, you know, this crude man who came from Cal Arts, uh, like yeah. a kind of scene of privilege, wrong. and you know, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And uh, wrong, completely wrong. And we, and if a cursory search, this is how fucking stupid it was. I searched Steve and Larry or Larry and Steve, whatever the name of it was. And then Life of Larry came up, which is what we watched today, which is proto, proto family guy. Yeah. You know? it so was it's probably the worst thing I've ever watched. Uh, I think he, he's, he's being a bit too hard. You're being too harsh. Because uh, you were not, before we started watching it, he was like, I do not want to watch this at all. And it's, uh, like, it's normally I'm happy to watch the shit that you <laughs> show me, but like, it just looks so... It was all the worst parts of Seth MacFarlane and all the worst <laughs> well, parts that of is, Family. I'd give it that. Because it had that stupid, like, it had a stupid, smarmy introduction. And I, I guess a lot of the problems. How old is it? 1996? 95. So, like, all the jokes were so old. That it was Not only were they so old, but they are also, like, apparently they were too good not to attempt again in episodes of Family Guy. Yeah, but even beyond that, like... Just the f- type of jokes, like they had that bit of the star where it's like Seth MacFarlane sitting there and he's like, "Hi, I'm Seth MacFarlane. I know that was, that I'm was the regional bad. assistant director of Ford Sale." Like just that joke we have, like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't see you there." Did you know or the having the title that's too long. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's also yeah. It's like they're just both such old, boring jokes. And then, then like, I, I mean, okay, first we should describe just a little bit. Um, I mean, it's n- there's no plot because it is just an assortment of whatever you could get animated. He threw it together, and then it's live action bits in between. So it's it, to say the thing initially is that Seth MacFarlane appears on screen in a kind of smoking smoke. What do you call it? Smoking jacket, and then like yeah. with a pipe, and he's in front of a fire reading a book, and it's yeah. one of those scenes of like, oh hi, I didn't see you there, mm. and he believes he even at this young age because I think well, I don't know how old he is, but. He he believes his voice to be incredibly magnetic, you know. Yeah. He l- he's like, this is going to carry. Well, all actually, the bits, he just you know? like it's funny. He has the a deep voice, but yeah. it's like the nerd version of deep. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you meet someone, the voice is so deep, you're just like, what? What's the problem? Here? Yeah. Well, yeah. it reminds me of those. I I think I don't know if I made this analogy before, but or comparison before, but. You know, like on Fiverr, the way that have, hey, how's it going out there? If you're looking for a cool radio guy voice, then you know yeah. what I mean. And then, and then it's like, I also do a woman's voice. Yeah. And he's like that type of type of thing where it's like, I, I just the Newgrounds era of animation where like people were like, I one, one time I I knew a guy who was like a big Newgrounds animator, and uh, he was like, teach me how to use Flash, and I was making a version of uh, something I make even now, which is really sad, sad and pathetic. But uh, of combat action teens, and he. um, What about combat action themes? Nice. And they're from Limburg. Oh yeah, and then it probably then it probably bloody get made. 
probably get bloody get made about them stealing bikes and with them with like stupid fringes and like fucking that's the thing that's the thing you can't make yeah, you can't be je- like you can be jealous of Dublin but you can't be jealous no, exactly, of them, no, like, no. <laughs> it's just there's not a hierarchy between well there was an argument that I made where I was I was I was kind of joking that the middle class doesn't exist outside of Dublin like if you were to set something like you know oh, it's a drama and they just kind of live in a neighborhood and start, you know, whatever. Yeah. it always has to be like, oh, the, everywhere outside is like, they are like thick people who have no money. Like yes. that's basically it. And yes. like, you know, young offenders, I, you know, you, I think we have differing opinions. I don't, I don't dislike young offenders, but like, what do you think my opinion is? You said you didn't like it. Did I? Yeah. I think I said it, it wasn't funny, but I think I like it. Okay. But I mean like, there I don't are get the dancing. Huh? I don't get all the dancing. Yeah, neither, neither way. I mean, I like it. I think it's good. I think, but I do think that there are bits where it's like, what was it? I heard this thing where it's like every comedy is trying to be a drama now. It can't just be like a straight comedy. Dramedy. Well, you know the way they have like bits in it. So it's like, you know, he's like imitating his friend and everything's all cool and whatever. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden they like, you know, have a scene where they sing you two at a, the, the graveside of his mother who died and his, his, his dad. His mom dies. Was well, not like no, not that mother. The other one, your man Jock or whatever his name is. It's Jock, the guy he hangs out with. Look, we're getting off topic, but the point is, is that they pepper these moments of like his dad abusing him and all this type of stuff, and it's like and you can't just let them ha- be have a comedy. They have to have these moments yeah. of tragedy. But know? Seth MacFarlane doesn't have that problem. No, he doesn't. I know you're talking about your own work. No, what I was saying is that you're Seth MacFarlane's voice is comparable to what this guy from Newgrounds kind of fame who was like guiding me. I recorded my friends and I doing the voices and he was Name like... Name names. Okay, Chris O'Neill. O'Neill-NG. Um, you can catch him now on whatever. He's, he's, he doesn't give a shit about me. He's off in America. But he was. He said like, can you make the voices in this more normal? Like, because that's the way you get hits. And I was like, what do you mean by normal? And what he meant by normal is like that type of thing, like the radio voice, Seth MacFarlane guy I was talking yeah. about. We want this kind of neutralized accents mm-hmm. we want this kind of like you know you know you can hear the the crisp microphone he's bought and like you can imagine like the video he'd have to promote himself where he's got his headphones on and the thing hanging down in front of him like chocolate rain you know <laughs> just yeah. like you know oh yeah anyway so, so seth mcfarlane is like that and i mean it's no surprise that he kind of i i i put him personally responsible for new grounds animation and that type of mid 2000s kind of flash animation where everything is violent and crude and kind of stupid you know what about super jail um super jail is amazing there's that's a technically accomplished show like you know yeah i like love super jail hmm? which you prefer super jail yeah or squid billies have you seen squid billies i tried watching i didn't really get into it I like it's my favorite yeah. cartoon I think I have a big. I love. I like Squidbillies using um, George Jones. That they actually got him to do a cover of like their theme song <laughs> or something, like an actual country musician, yeah. you know. And he's just like he sounds like he's nearly dead, you know. Yeah. And he's just got this voice, like you know, <laughs> like this really horrible <laughs> warble. <laughs> and it sounds like does yeah. he even know what he's recording? But I was like, the fact that they that they committed to the bit so fantastically is really yeah. you know. Um, it ran for like <laughs> it's so funny how Squidbillies runs for like fifteen seasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so anyway, the fact that we have already trailed off not talking about what we've seen is already kind of symptomatic of, or like is just so poor. It was well, look, he made it in kind of like I isolation do by Stop, himself. Don't. 
What? I don't feel like, oh, he did it by himself. He did do it by himself. I know, but it's still shit. And it's like, it's not good for him doing it by himself. Um, It's not any better for him having done it by himself. But like, if you can, if the only way you can do it is by yourself, then I mean, more power to then him. Then he shouldn't have done it. <laughs> That's not true. It is. I think it looked fine. Uh, you're, just, you're just saying that. I'm just projecting because I want you know <laughs> that to be true. Yeah. Um, that, but no, I think I actually like do. It looked ugly. I think his design is terrible, but I think the way he pulled it off, he did it with cell animation, which, okay, the cell animation was bad as well. But the backgrounds are kind of handcrafty. And, and then the other thing about it as well is that, like, you know, once you see what happened, like, remember we were complaining previously about how he had, like, this really childish kind of Chuck Jonesy, like, you know, yeah. face point thing. Clearly, that was added for the network. Because he doesn't have, there's none of that in this. The, no, there's any expression. Yeah. But it's also like the all the model. I don't, maybe, I don't know if that's the right way, but like yeah. all the people were drawn differently. Like mm. everyone in his immediate family is so bizarre looking. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone else in the world looks sort of normal. Well, he's just got no eye for design at all. I don't know why he got into animation. <laughs> and like yeah. it doesn't seem like cartoons bring him any joy, you know? No. But then like the other thing about it is. Um, um, I mean, you know, probably he can play all the voices and all the characters, so it's kind of like, yeah, that's that's as good as anything to... I can make stuff myself and have total control over it. Like he does all the voices in this. Oh, yeah, but that was it. Back in, 90, in the late 90s, this was like predates kind of Bob's Burgers and like Lauren Bouchard doing his kind of like kind of hesitant kind of voices. Yeah. Like there was a lot of kind of stammering in this and kind of like, you know, kind of, yeah, like uh, Kirk, you know, I, uh, I guess he... he and I was like, I like that stuff because nah. otherwise, before that, it was like pristine recording of like all these. Yeah, but I didn't you know. like it in it. I didn't like the way it was done. Like in Bob's Burgers, it makes things funnier because it's like, yeah, it's like Ted trying to stumble through a thought. Well, it could make it less funny, huh? You know, what? Could make it could, any less. Could make funny, it less huh? funny, but uh, <laughs> with this one, it just sounded like it wasn't a choice. It just sounded annoying. Really? Right. Well, I thought it, I thought it sounded way more deliberate. Like he kind of had like written in the pauses, and they kind of maybe didn't sound so good, but they were attempting something. Um, oh yeah, the guy's wife's name is Lois. Yeah. So, uh, so he reused that as well. The design for his son is very similar to Chris. It has like yellow hair and uh, blondy hair, and like uh, an earring and a and a hat, like a backwards hat. Does Chris have a backwards hat? I think a front facing one. He's fat anyway. Um. Some other notes I wrote down. They reused literally all of the jokes in the pilot and then future yeah. episodes of Family Guy and and they weren't particularly good. Yeah, they really love that fart joke he makes. Yeah, about how he hadn't farted until he was 30. Yeah. And then he goes, whoa, wha what the hell was that? It's like, I really don't understand why that's supposed to communicate. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is like, this is of the guy, he's the type of guy who didn't fart until he was 30. It's like, what does that mean? What does that imply? Yeah. It's like, it's not a funny joke and then they try to imply something from it. It's but to like me, it just makes me go like, had he not heard anybody else? Like, had he not watched a TV show or a movie? And like, uh, you were like, uh, there's no way you can avoid That's inconsistent. <laughs> You're like, that's not realistic. It's not realistic. He would have heard it already. He would have heard that sound. And that wasn't, my problem wasn't how unrealistic it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was how unfunny it was. Um, so yeah, he fi he. There's live action segments with Seth MacFarlane just filling in the lack of animation that he had. There's an entire scene where it's just all in darkness, and he just describes. That stuff. was so. That annoying. was excruciating. 
in the live action scenes though as well they have a character who's you know what's like his name wang yeah and it's a, a chinese a- asian butler and you know like he just that's i don't i didn't get the gag that was obviously like now this yeah the way wang comes in and it's obviously they were just like you're just gonna be my goofy butler and yeah. then they just improvise yeah and it was dreadful to watch yeah it wasn't very good i hated it because um, it was just like Wang trying to wipe down his shirt and then your man making racist remarks, being like, You're an American now. Get why couldn't it. he just release those as like little shorts or something? Like why do they have to be a full episode with a narrative? So I think he was trying to like this was a trailer sense. Imagine if he was trying to pitch it and then he just described the story through live action segments and then it was just made up of gags that he had just cobbled together. It's like Either you're very lazy or you, you cannot put together a pitch, like, at all, you know? Well, yeah. And then the animation was fairly static and didn't look that great. And then there was a part where the dog was, like, pretty much, like, in the same pose as, like, Garfield. Like, in you remember? Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit where the dog had his mouth covered so he didn't have to am- <laughs> animate his yeah. lips moving. Like, he just did his arm over his mouth. Yeah. And it's like, that's not even trying. Yeah. So, yeah, not that great. Um, what would you give it out of 10? What did we do it the last time? Five or 10? Out of five, I think we said the last time. Zero. Okay, zero. Well, I'm going to be more generous. Yeah, I'm, you're, you're gonna not going to like this. I'm going to say three. You're such a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so obviously like projection. No, it is it not. Is like, it's people oh, making Oh, it's amazing. Stuff. Like... It's so good to see something amazing coming out of my situation. I think if you were brave like me, you'd give it a one. Um, no, I'm giving it. Th- I, I, you know what? I'll give it two because because that is pretty pretty rich now. So um, yeah, that's our review for that. Um, I'm just going to very quickly open up the Wikipedia of Seth MacFarlane. Received his high school diploma in 1991. Like to I see a citation Seth for that. Huh? Sorry, what about Seth McDarkland? And he makes like emo <laughs> family <laughs> Or he's like Jesus and Mary Chain, yeah? Because like Darkland mm. is like the name of one of their albums, yeah? Yeah, yeah. or... Um, it's just distortion. Yeah, just every time Peter opens his mouth, it's like... <laughs> just like <laughs> That's really... I really wish I hadn't taken... The way you were going was much funnier than the way I brought it, you know? No. Because if you had brought it like... You were just like, imagine if he's like, you know... Hey, remember that time when I like, you know, like just trying yeah. to think something dark I could have done, you know. Remember that time I was like, you know, <laughs> what I, would I he want do? to say something very funny. dark. Yeah. Remember that time I said fuck to that kid. And then they cut back, you yeah. know. Do you remember that time that I like you stole a load of, you know, biscuits from Super Value? Do you remember yeah. that? That's like the things emos did back in, you know, the day. From yeah, the that's day. true. Do you remember that time where I was so random? <laughs> 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 Do you remember that time when I totally fought that chicken, like that random, oh no, that actually happened yeah, in Family Guy. See? Yeah, yes. Random yes. culture. Yes, king, I guess. Yeah. Um, McFarlane, 1991. He graduated re- high school. He was reading the Wikipedia. Yeah, right? no, but I'm going to say this. What was it? Continuing experiment animation. McFarlane went on to study film, video, and animation at the Rhode Island School of Design, where he earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. 
as a student he had intended to work for Disney Jesus but changed his mind after graduating I love that they had put it that way as in it's like yeah I was going to work for Disney but I yeah. but I changed my mind <laughs> it was like uh, I don't think that was an option yeah. you know? <laughs> um, so yeah create a series of independent films meeting Family Guy cast member Mike Henry whose brother Patrick is McFarlane's classmate during his time at RISD he performed stand-up comedy God I wish I could see that in his senior year, he made a thesis film titled The Life of Larry. So it was actually a thesis film rather than a pitch. The thing we just watched. Uh, yeah. A professor submitted his film to the animation st- studio, uh, Hanna-Barbera, where he was later hired. Imagine that a, a, a lecturer was looking at this and going, this is too good to keep for to just me. Yeah. This, small group this is of too good for Disney. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't go to Disney. <laughs> Go to Hanna Barbera, <laughs> who are amazing. I love Hanna Barbera. Um, I didn't Do know you? He was yeah, yeah, of course. They're amazing. No, um, they're, they're too dark for me. Too dark. Yo, yeah. remember that time when uh, I, I took that hammer and I smashed it on that cat's foot? <laughs> yeah. That's how Casper died. They just took a hammer and beat its face in. <laughs> Casper's yeah. a friendly ghost. Yeah. He's not Hanna, that's not Hanna Barbera. That's Archie. Although no, it's Hanna Barbera. Have, have you seen Midsummer? Uh, we're not talking about Midsummer. We're talking. This but is have an you animation seen it? We don't about CAT for like <laughs> half an hour. That's we a cartoon. Talk, yeah, Midsummer is good. We get <laughs> It's worth talking about. I'm making a point. Okay. I did talk actually briefly about Midsummer uh, on the last podcast. Did you? Yeah, I said it was uh, to me. But ha- no, just to myself because I was doing an intro to the. How other do you ones. do podcast by yourself? I don't know. You just sit and talk to an empty room. Yeah, exactly. It was very difficult the first time, but this then it became a little behavior. easier. <laughs> okay, so one last thing I wanted to talk but about so is so anyway um, in midsummer. Oh for God! So I d- don't edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know when the ceremonial guy wonks your man in the head with the sledgehammer. Yeah. That's how Casper died. Nice. Very good. I love them coming up. You don't reckon these are our customs. We we become yeah. Casper the friendly ghost. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it is a beautiful experience <laughs> where we transition to friendly ghosts. Yeah. And then the bad people, they become like his uncles. <laughs> yeah, they become stinky. Yeah, <laughs> they all become just stinky, the ghosts. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. One last thing I wanted to talk about is that we actually watched a little bit more of... I ended up looking up the clip that we mentioned in uh, the previous episode about um, Quagmire Stinky. and Marge. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to watch that. But no, we're not, we're not watching it. But uh, like I watched it last night. And um, yeah, it actually goes on a lot longer than I thought. Not only does like he chases her, he tries to take off his pants and have sex with her and then and he then against her. her will. And then they run off screen and then she finally like, I guess, off screen agrees to have sex with him and goes, oh, actually, that was that was that was great. Mm. I really liked when you really liked when you Pepe Le Pew'd me, you know, and um, and then it goes to a scene where they have the worst impersonators of The Simpsons I've ever heard Uh doing like, you know, Homer walking in on Marge and then Quagmire murdering both of them. But in typical like Seth MacFarlane style fashion, it happens with an exterior shot of their house yeah so it's just extended dialogue scene for about 30 to 40 seconds just oh, yeah. hearing quagmire murder he is them. the laziest man <laughs> like and he just passed that on to a generation of people who worked for them as well because this isn't even him animating it yeah. this is like oh actually it's part of the joke that we don't do any fucking animation you yeah know? <laughs> so like 
yeah and it was awful and um and then i listened to the commentary and he he was basically giving out to them saying like you know he said that the reason that they didn't want to do it was um let's just squash the beef here you know you have this beef and he's like hey they were making fun of us all the time they put a picture of peter up in there and it said wanted for plagiarism so and his 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 response to this we should be allowed to have marge get sexually assaulted and for this person to yeah for quagmire to murder the simpsons you know yeah and anyway there you go um i'm probably going to cut that last bit out because we already said that in the last one maybe leave it all in just leave it all in leave it all out all right just bleep it out that's pretty much just bleep that last we were just it was very 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 unpleasant experience but we are completists so we had to watch the proto proto short um and now that's done and maybe mcfarl again will continue in future we don't yeah. know what else could we watch um we, I, I we told watched you Spawn. star wars we watched todd mcfarlane <laughs> we watched the star wars parody yes i'm not looking forward to that i i did one time they they released a trailer for it and they were like here is <laughs> this is really funny actually so they got like behind the scenes feature it you get to see the script reading so they have the reading and it's like uh peter han solo is encased in carbonite he is t- released from the carbonite and lets out a huge fart and then you know Seth mcfarland goes oh that's better and then everyone just starts laughing and i was like wow and yeah. um and then on top of that my friend actually watched it and one of the things they talk about in the commentary as well is name your friend name and shame Seth, Seth, Seth. Stephen Dignan watched it and, and claimed uh, that they were like and we actually got this shot to look exactly like the Death Star shot mm. and he's like I mean yeah, of course you can just trace over the picture of the Death Star yeah. it's not actually like they act like it was this huge accomplishment it's not like, like a look. reconstruction <laughs> exactly. it's just it's tracing like, it'd be like we actually made the Death Star from scratch and it's like no you drew the Death yeah. Star as it was from the movie. So yeah, that was great. Um we, we will end up Hell watching yes. that. So um so for Whistle While You Work this week, uh James hasn't thought of anything. I'm not allowing him to suggest something. Okay. You didn't ask. Go for it. Whistle while you work now. The Dubliners. Okay, what song? Um Rocky Road to Dublin. Right. What? It's a good yeah, okay. song. Um and then what's the um, nine six? And what's your any podcast recommendations? Um, I've been listening to Michael and Oz. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned that, but I I do love that. Podcast. Well, I just mention it now. Yeah, it's good. Their latest one's very. I mean, every time I say this, but I go, oh, their latest one's very good. They're such nerds. Yeah, that's like it's so depressing how nerdy they are. <laughs> like they just. It's so interesting how they're very pretentious and also sort of aware of it but also yeah. not completely aware of well, it well they like being pretentious and the other thing about it as well is like you go wow they know so much about politics and all this type of stuff and then all of a sudden that they'll be like somebody will me- message in oh you should watch uh, the office or something and then they yeah go, what is that i haven't heard yeah. and i'm like how have you not heard of this yeah like, they hadn't heard of like the thick of it and stuff like this do you know what i mean like really yeah, like it was it was something very bizarre where I was like I was Oh, I think it was like Parks and Rec. Neither of them had ever heard of it. Neither of them had ever watched Parks and Rec or they were like, I don't know, maybe it's something to do with And then the other one that they d- they didn't know who Chris Morris was, which was something I found Yeah. I mean I I guess it's because your man knows so much about British politics 
that to not know the thick of it or Chris Morris is kind of strange. Yeah, it's funny how they know so much. And they sort of, whenever they refer to like Canadian politics, they talk about it if it's, if it's foreign. Times but on this series of podcasts where you've just yawned <laughs> while talking. Okay, fine, I won't say it. Is Go say it, say it. No, you're just interrupting me. Fine. Well, my whistle. <laughs> no, go on. You finish, finish the talk. Go on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> they, uh, but when they talk about American politics, they're like, yeah. or they would say things like, "We have to let." Like they refer to it in their first or present. Yeah. You know, they seem to identify more as Americans than as Canadians. Yeah, I know. That's the funny thing. <laughs> So that's a well worth it. Mike Leno's podcast, highly recommend it. So what's yours? What's um, Under the Radar podcast, which I tried to recommend previously, with Sean Hughes, um, who sadly passed away, I think not too long ago. Uh, but he did some amazing interviews with some uh, funny comedians like Stuart Lee, and I think they're well worth it. And my song is Yellow Spot by The Freshies, who um, are the band uh, Chris Seavey was in before he became Frank Sidebottom, full time. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, very good punk bands that somehow just managed to miss making it out of making it big out of Manchester. Um, so that's it. Hackfest, seventeenth of August, A Four Sounds. Submit your films to wearehackinc at gmail dot com. They just put up. <laughs> the, yeah, well, yeah, this is my my lady my lady <laughs> love posted. They the Connor Telegraph, a Ferrari spotted in, spotted in Castle Bar town. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of a Ferrari outside of yeah Frank's Tandoori or something. Yeah, so it's just a local newspaper that has decided to devote a story, a part of their like whatever, to a, a Ferrari being in Castle Bar. So she shared that, and then she it was getting it's getting a lot of attention. And then this guy posted underneath like, actually, that was from last week, so this isn't even breaking news. <laughs> In commenting on her clearly joking status, going breaking news in Castle Bar, there's a Ferrari <laughs> spotted. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah, I see her now. Old news. That was in Connick Telegraph over a week ago. Yeah. Then she puts the hashtags Mayo and Castle Bar. It's like, <laughs> who's looking up hashtag Mayo? Yeah. Is there a hashtag Castle Bar? Is? They should be looking up hashtag a hack tag, huh? How about that? Um, okay, uh, so can where I can people find you on social media, James, if you want to be found? Uh, J M um, J Michael Morin. Yeah, on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, and uh, and I do you have anything you recommend? You got a podcast incoming? I got a weekly, a bi-weekly uh, comedy night. Oh my god! A bi-weekly comedy night. What's yeah. it called? B side comedy. And where is it on? Workman's. And how many times have you been? Zero. Zero. I've <laughs> <laughs> not been at all. Um, hey, when I ran a comedy night, how many times were you there? Every time. Every, every time. time. Literally every yeah. time. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm very bad for attending anything that my friends do. Yeah. But everybody come to Hackfest, though. I'll probably come to your thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it for us this episode. See you next week. Bye.
Back. 